Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on? Welcome to episode 53 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, and player two on this one is Ice30. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's late where you are, so uh, we, uh, we'll try not to keep you up too long. Um, before, before we jump into this, guys, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. There I recommend books like Super Mario, How uh, Nintendo Conquered America, and The Ultimate uh, History of Video Games is also another uh, really, really good one. So um, audibletrial.com slash NPC. Um, I have recently started getting into Bitcoin. So if you guys want to invest in Bitcoin, which I recommend being careful. Um, but if you do want to get started with it, you can go to um, the lootcave.com slash Bitcoin. And if you invest $100, you and I each get $10 for free. So that's pretty cool. That's the lootcave.com slash Coinbase. And again, I'm not recommending you invest. <laughs> Just be, you know, be careful, be smart. It's uh, It's a little crazy right now but it's fairly profitable right now. So uh, the lootcave.com slash Bitcoin. Uh, also the chair I'm sitting in from OPC, go to opc.com and use coupon code N64 Josh to save, um, uh, to save $10 off your purchase. These are great chairs. They're comfortable. They're affordable. I highly, highly recommend them. And uh, lastly, I do have a Patreon now where you can get extra podcasts. You can get extra uh, videos and uh, there's a lot of extra content. It's patreon.com slash N64 Josh. That's it. I'm done selling out. Woo. We are live on twitch.tv slash N64 Josh, Superstar120, welcome, Nightcrawler, welcome, anybody that's just lurking, welcome. We are glad that you are here. Of course, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, that's when we do this thing, live on Twitch. Um, you'll be able to find all the links that we mentioned, um, the YouTube video, the podcast link, all that stuff on the lootcave.com slash NPC53. And there is still a Nintendo website in the works. I have the domain. I just have to have the time to build it. So I'm shooting for the first of the year. I know a lot of people have been asking when that's coming out. So hopefully the first of the year. And uh, I will be looking for people to help contribute to that site. So hopefully we can build something awesome together. Okay. I'm going to take a breath and say, what's up, Ice30? Thanks for reaching out, man. You just uh, you showed up in my chat the other day and started talking some video games, and you're like, hey, can I you, you ever consider having me be a guest? And I said, sure. So here we are. Or maybe. Hello? Are you still here? <laughs> maybe he's not here. <laughs> oh, Discord. Hello? Shit. 
Hey. Yes, I'm here. Hey, you like back. froze on me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Discord is being uh, Discord's being yeah, so yeah, finicky. Sure, tonight. nothing's running at my house right now, so the internet should be strong. Yeah, who knows what's going on? Crickets, right? <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about your history with Nintendo. What were some of your first games? All right. Well, see, when I was a kid, I actually started. My parents uh, got us a, a Atari first, so there that was go. kind of my first start into video games. Was a good old Atari twenty six hundred. But then uh, they, my grandpa, he. My family, they were actually real big into garage sales. So uh, my grandpa, he actually picked us up a regular Nintendo. So we were always a generation behind because, you know, we had three boys, two girls, you know, parents weren't trying to buy the newest thing. So uh, we we had a regular Nintendo when everybody else had a Super Nintendo. <laughs> I got you. I got you. What were some of your, uh, what, what were the games that uh, that kept you going? Uh, it's funny, like one of the, probably the, obviously Mario Brothers was huge, but, uh, one of the games we played the most was that, uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It was with the power pad. It was that track and field game. Yeah. We would love playing on that thing. It wasn't, what was the one it was called? What (laughs) was it? Stadium events. It's only worth like $50,000 now. So if you still have it, you may want to go. See, and I used to think that too. I was like, man, do we have stadium events or was the original or the one they changed the name to? (laughs) Right. Which was, I don't even remember now off the top of my head, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, track and field and stuff. If the, uh, like the third installment of the NES, you had Mario duck hunt and track and field all on one cart. Yeah, say the one we had, I think, was just the track and field game. But I do remember that cart you're talking about. For sure. For sure. So did you end up getting the Super Nintendo when the Nintendo 64 came out? (laughs) Pretty much. That's kind of how it went. (laughs) Then actually, the first Super Nintendo we had was the second model. Okay, my, cool. We bought it. My grandma bought it for us brand new for Christmas. And I think it was when the the 64 was brand new. I think when we got that system, I believe they came out the second model. Didn't that come out around the same time as the 64 was new? I believe I can't remember when it was, but um, it I don't know exactly when it came out, but I remember seeing it. I ended up getting one of those for my wife um, and she might have just been my girlfriend at the time. So it was either 99 or 2000, but I remember seeing those things in Toys R Us like for way longer than what I, what I expected. You know, those things were, those things were on the shelves for, for quite some time. So, um, it, it it probably was around the time the 64 came out or, or possibly a year after. Okay. Yeah. It's probably, we had the super Nintendo, like I said, I think when the 64, so it might've been even a couple years after the, like I said, we were always behind generations, but, um, the, uh, I believe, yeah, that was probably it. But then the, uh, we end up getting, I end up getting a job cause I was, you know, getting paper route. And I think I might even work, been working my first job like in a restaurant then, but I saved up money and bought a Nintendo 64 myself. So then once I started working, is when I was able to start like being caught up with the generations. Like I would actually buy what was new. So what was the first game you got with your 64? 
Oh, man. Let's see. I want to say I think Mario 64 was probably the first game, but then I remember playing a lot of Pokemon Stadium. Okay. Like that was that was a big game that we because we I was big into Pokemon when I was a kid. I had the Game Boy, you know, and the we like literally when we walked home from school every day, every kid had a Game Boy in his hand playing Pokemon when you were walking home from school. <laughs> Link cables and all, right? Just like, oh, just like yeah. clotheslining people as they were trying to walk by. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that little transfer pack thing that you would hook up to your sixty four. Of course, and, uh, I remember that thing. You would want to transfer all your Pokemon to the to the game. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I think Pokemon Stadium and Mario sixty four were uh, big games. Then, of course, I see somebody in the chat talking about a uh, Mario Kart, but yeah, that was another big one that I think we played a lot of. How about like GoldenEye and perfect dark? Did you get into those? Yeah, I did. I didn't actually own that game myself. I had a buddy who actually, uh, he had a 64 before I did and we would always go over his house and play. It was always GoldenEye and smash brothers. I remember playing that over his house and eventually I did get both of those games, but I think it was, I think by the time I got golden eye, it was kind of like people weren't playing it as much anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. So did you stick with Nintendo? That is the question. Did you get a GameCube? Uh, I wish I could say I did, but I went to the dark side. Uh, unfortunately, I was a stupid kid. And obviously, you know, Funko Land before GameStop. Um, right. I traded in all my regular Nintendo games and then yeah. regular Nintendo. And I got a brand new PlayStation 2, the Gran Turismo bundle. Oh, yeah. I wish I could take that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I understand. I understand. Did you end up with a GameCube eventually? Yeah, yeah, I did. It was um, a little bit later down the line. I actually ended up with all three in that generation. I had the, the PlayStation, then I got the GameCube, and then I got the Xbox late in life. Um. But it was kind of like when I got an original Xbox is when Halo um, 2 was about to come out, I think, is when I got to that. So, Oh, man, I played so much Halo 2. Like, oh, yeah, a lot of Halo 2. Loved that game. Really great game. Uh, what were some of your favorite GameCube titles? Uh, GameCube for sure was uh, I played a lot of um, Mario Kart. I love that double dash. I don't know what it was about it. Or, you know, you switch the characters. Definitely unique. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it's the best, obviously, Mario Kart game, but it was very fun. Um, another one, I'd say, probably played a decent amount of uh, the Rogue Squadron game okay. that had that. And then um, I'd say, yes, yeah, Smash Brothers again. Loved Smash Brothers for the GameCube. And then Mario Mario Baseball, that Mario Baseball game. We really lo- love playing that game. Was it called and of like Sluggers or something games. like that? <laughs> What's that? Super Sluggers or something like that? Wasn't that the... Yeah, see, I get confused because there's like a one for regular Nintendo. Or not regular Nintendo. Nintendo Wii. And then I think the both names are pretty similar. So yeah. I always forget which one's which. Yeah. I... Plus, they remember they came out with the GameCube ones that like were, that went onto the Wii. I forget what they called those. Or it was like different... You know what I'm saying? Like the play. Um... They did it with the the tennis game. 
I believe, it, but it was like the actual GameCube game. They made it be able to play on the Wii, and then they put it in a Wii case and on. You know, I'm talking about I, those. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called now. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I mean, w- there was like the soccer, tennis. Yeah. Um. So, and the only ones I, the only ones I ever played was like golf <laughs> honestly golf and tennis were the only really? ones that and I, those were from the like we played them on the 64 like religiously and then we played them on the uh, gamecube like that so many hours just playing golf and then four-player tennis was like one of our favorite things to do yeah i do remember the tennis game on the nintendo 64 that was uh that was pretty fun i remember didn't they introduce waluigi in that game I believe so. I believe so. Superstar 120 saying, oh, the motion control GameCube games. Yes, that's it. Yeah, they had like, I think there was like several of them that they, they were just pretty much the same exact game, but they just made motion controls and put them on Wii. I see. I see. Superstar saying he had Donkey Kong Jungle Beat that way. Yeah, that was another one. So, I mean, technically Twilight Princess is that way, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is And who would have thought the the GameCube one is better? Right. Well, that's my opinion. But. I, dude, I would rather play that than swing my uh, swing my arms around. Kirby Saint Strikers made me rage so much. I want to go back <laughs> and play some of those games because I I have that sports pack on my DS, and I'm like, man, I bet some of these classics are pretty good. The uh, you're talking about the the 3DS one? Yeah the the Mario Sports All Stars or something like that. I think is what they call it. Yeah. So yeah, I actually just uh, I picked that up not too long ago and i've been playing that it's it's not bad is it oh no no it's pretty cool and actually i got suckered in with those dang amiibo cards <laughs> i ended up buying a ton of them because they they were on clearance everywhere tell me more <laughs> find them for a couple bucks a pack <laughs> yeah I, i've never i don't i don't know that i've really talked about my amiibo cards and i'd, I'd rather keep it that way they they know enough about me already <laughs> so yeah <laughs> spoilers they're open so um well that's cool so then engine it with a wii yeah yeah definitely actually that was the the second system i bought on launch was uh a nintendo we actually end up it was kind of a last minute decision but i decided that i was gonna stand in line in the middle of the night not in a safe area either and try to get one <laughs> on launch day and i end up getting one i was like Fifth or sixth in line. And and didn't get mugged on the way out, so that's good. No, no, definitely good. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think it was more than a year later until I finally got a Wii. And it was only because I had a friend at GameStop put one behind the counter. Um uh so that we he's like, I have one right now, you need to leave your house and get here now. <laughs> and so yeah. like we just we boogied over there and, and picked it up and uh um and that was that was that but it was they were hard to find man they were so hard to find yeah i know that's that's kind of why i was like well maybe i should get one of these it seems like it's pretty high that and the p remember that and the ps3 both released the same day mm-hmm. so there were lines of people waiting for the ps3 at like circuit city and i was at walmart waiting in line for the wii gotcha gotcha so and i end up selling that dang thing after because there was no games that really came out. i got bored with playing wii sports so much and you know well twilight princess we were done with wii sports and twilight princess 
And I was like, well, why do I have this thing anymore? Nothing really would interest me for a while. So I ended up selling it to a family member who really wanted it for their kids. And then I heard later on they flipped it for double the money because they were so hard to find. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so you sold it for them or like a deal and then they scalped it? Yeah, I sold it to him for cost and they scalped it. They ended up scalping because he said his kid wasn't playing it. I was like, you could have just sold it back to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> not cool not cool well, did you end up getting it getting again and playing like mario galaxy and some of the like stellar uh, titles on there yeah definitely uh i actually still play wii games on my wii u or sometimes i'll have the wii hooked up somewhere and yeah louis wii's for all the flack people give it like i still think it was a great system um people always say oh this is you know nintendo's you know just trying to appeal to mass audience, not a true gaming system type thing with the motion controls and everything. But I really thought it had a lot of good titles. It did. It did. I mean, Mario galaxy one and two, some of the, that's some of Nintendo's at its best, you know? And, uh, even the Mario Kart on there was decent. Um, and, uh, you know, there were some, there, there were definitely some, some titles worth noting on there even going back and playing skyward sword like it's not my favorite but it's still a pretty impressive game for you know it it feels like a like a big adventure which is which is good so did you get you you just said it my next question was did you get the wii u but uh but you did and uh what'd you think i did not get it around launch no okay i did get it i believe i want to say a year and a half later or so, like around Christmas time, um, my wife, her, her and her mom actually, uh, bought it for me for Christmas. Cause I was like, they're like, okay, do you want this? Or do you want that new Xbox that's going to be coming out here soon? And I just said, you know, I, I want a Wii U cause I know I've missed a lot of good games. So it might've been even a couple of years now thinking about it. I think it was whenever the Xbox one first read, launched i think is when i got a wii u okay all right so around i think it's around a year later or so give or take um, yeah yeah great system right i mean mario kart 8 and the the mario games they ended up putting out on there like i was i was very very happy with that system um it was just the lack of games that was the big killer for that thing yeah i mean it was it's actually you know the best look best looking uh, Wii games you put them in there they seem to look better on the TV when you put regular Wii games in there and there were so many good Wii U games um, like like you said Mark I actually love the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze game mm-hmm. and looks gorgeous it's a gorgeous game and I, 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 I know a lot of people won't agree with, with me on this but uh, Mario 3D World is probably my favorite Mario game and now I just started getting into Odyssey so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> how that goes but uh i i loved mario 3d where i beat every level i even went you know played the hard levels at the end i didn't do the the easy way out where they would give you that gold right uh block and you would just be be able to easily beat it the gold i refused the gold to take raccoon. that no matter how many times i died right right that's good that's good that that was super helpful though my daughter that was the first mario game she beat so um yeah and that's perfectly fine for yeah you know and that was like Anybody. one of my proudest moments. Like when she was like, dad, I'm at the final boss, but I need your help. And so, <laughs> you know, we went, uh, we went, uh, 
we took on Bowser together and it was, it was so great that we were able to do that. And, uh, you know, she still looks back on that game very fondly. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, and now you're playing the switch. So what, yep. uh, what have you, what have you been liking about the switch? Uh, well, definitely. I don't know if I'm gonna get some flack for saying this, but uh, I've, I haven't even hooked up the, uh, Oh, what the heck? I can't even, my mind's just not clicking. Uh, the dock. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. I haven't plugged in the dock at all. All I play is handheld mode. I love that thing in handheld mode. Really? Interesting. Yeah, well, see, I I have a 3DS also, and I it's just like, you know, my wife's watching TV. I'll be upstairs, you know, in the same room as her. It's just easy to pop the Switch out and play it, or the 3DS, and then even if I'm just sitting anywhere, I don't have to mess with the TV at all. I just love playing it in handheld mode. The chat is trolling me right now saying that's how yeah. I beat Mario 3D World. I will have you know that I did complete <laughs> that game before <laughs> with my wife, actually. So <laughs> Jeez. Kirby's yeah, just Kirby got you good. Yeah, she's just what she's saying now. Just just let her beat the other 99% of it. And uh, and I helped her with the final push. <laughs> hey, you know, that's what that's what kids are for, right? so um but you said you've been playing little odyssey and uh any other any other games that you just are really digging on the switch um i mean i of course mario kart 8 i think it's the best way to play it is on the switch for sure i mean it's so smooth it looks so great um obviously all the dlcs on it i was a little disappointed that the uh I kind of miss unlock. It didn't because you know in the Wii U version you unlock things. Right, right. It just seemed like it. It was kind of a not as good because I couldn't unlock it. It seemed like everything you know everything's already unlocked. I I love unlocking those things. So that kind of took away from that. But yeah, Mario Kart Eight. I was playing. I've been playing that a little bit. Um, now I haven't. I'm kind of nervous to get into Breath of the Wild. I know it's such a big game, and you know. I'm, pretty busy most of the time but i i know i got the game i want to play it i just haven't gotten to it yet oh man it's so good it's so good and that actually we could jump right into what i have been playing what you have been playing this last week it's been zelda dlc and xenoblade chronicles 2 for me um zelda dlc at first i was kind of frustrated with it i just had picked it up the day it was announced and i and I'll, I'll give more of a review on it later. Um, but I will say that it ends with a bang and I was very, very impressed with the end of it. So, and Xenoblade, I'm still just grinding. And I think the people that have to watch me, uh, watch me stream it are like, he has no idea what he's doing. I think they're honestly just there for like, just to see how long I will sit and kill the same little creature over and over and over again, trying to, uh, trying to level up so um but what about this week what have you been playing well um like i said I, odyssey just started getting into that um i remember i think it was a few days ago we i think we were talking to you in chat or something and we were talking about ukulele they mm-hmm. actually just sent out the codes for that i believe yesterday and i just right. got it downloaded and i started messing with that a little bit um it actually has like little arcade games in it which i had no idea about i guess they're like 
arcade games that they made up with the ukulele universe. Okay. So I was kind of messing around with those. I haven't gotten into the main game yet. I was actually going to start that either tomorrow morning or um, after work. I mean, tomorrow uh, mess around with that a little bit, but yeah, I guess we'll see how good that is. I heard they did a lot of improvements since the, uh, the Xbox and the PlayStation versions. Hmm. But, uh, other than that, I mean, non, I haven't been, I've been playing other stuff, non Nintendo, but, uh, Nintendo wise, it's pretty much just been starting off on Odyssey and, uh, kind of messing with that ukulele. And then I kind of been playing, uh, old school Mario three. Okay. See, I don't remember ever beating Mario Brothers three. So I was like, okay, I got to go back and make sure I beat this game. So I've been playing it on three DS. So I'm, I think I'm on world like four or five right now. So I'm trying to get through that. That's cool. So you're using the save states, obviously. Yeah, but I still refuse to do it in the middle of the level because I feel like that's cheating. So I got to beat the level and then I can save it. Okay. Because so like essentially, some just leaving people the do it like on. every little hard part. They'll save right before <laughs> and then try to get through. It. I just that's not cool. Yeah, I have I have lost levels on my 3ds. So there was a few times I'm like, okay, I completed that. I'm saving right here. <laughs> like that yeah. that game is brutal. Now, lost levels might be the exception to that rule because <laughs> right. that game is hard. <laughs> it is definitely hard. So, um, but that's cool, man. Like I remember doing that. Uh, doing that as well because i remember i would sit and play world eight forever on mario 3 and i never owned mario 3 as a kid i would only borrow it from friends so i never had the chance to like really um like master that game and so i would save all my p wings and all those clouds and try to get to the last part and uh it wasn't until years later that i finally went through and uh and and beat mario 3 but uh um what a what a great game! What a great game! That's that's super cool. So, um, any uh, any pickups for you in the last week? I know it's getting to that holiday season, so you're not supposed to buy anything for yourself. Uh, well, unfortunately for me, um, see that's that's where I'm big at is collecting. I'm guilty about buying so much stuff that I can't play at all. Yeah, that's, I know that's bad, and I know tons of people are like, "Oh, you're a shelf collector type." You know, you know how people are with that, but oh, I mean, nobody, I nobody in this chat at, will judge you. You're in good company. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I love stopping at thrift shops, like on the way home from work, and I, I, I will find random stuff there all the time. Like I found a couple weeks ago, Sims Three for PlayStation Three. They wanted three bucks for it. I found I was worth like seventeen dollars trading credit at GameStop. <laughs> That's cool. So I have no interest in playing that game, but I'll flip it. Right, right, for sure. But uh yeah, I mean I I actually picked up um let's see, I'm have you ever called have you ever heard of an app called Mercury? I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's M E R C A R I. It's kinda like eBay, but it's it's an app on your phone where people buy and sell things. Uh, I haven't, but I mean kinda like offer up. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that, but I think it's more more eBay because you buy and sell and you ship it out and everything. You don't meet the person oh, I see. in person. Okay. I got you. Well, I, I buy a lot of buy and sell a lot of games on there, so I mean, I'm picking up stuff pretty decent price on there because I don't think a lot of people know about it. Mm. You know, at first it was a little bit sketchy because I'm like, okay, well, I've never heard of this app. I was kind of like, am I going to get ripped off by thinking I'm going to buy something and never get it? 
Sure. But now I've used it for over a year now and I just got uh Mario Golf for the Game Boy Advance with a manual for twelve bucks shipped. Thought oh. that was a pretty decent deal. Yeah, that's a great deal. That's awesome. But yeah, I've actually even gone on Amazon. Um and it's it Amazon you know when remember when Amazon, I think like a month ago, was running those uh I think it was like their warehouse deals on like older games. Do you remember seeing that at all? I don't think I did. Well, I ended up picking up uh, Mario Pinball for Game Boy Advance. Okay. And it actually came in the original box. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which I thought was really weird because I was thinking I'm just going to get the card only, but it came complete. And, you know, I, got, I think I got paid like 10 bucks for it or something. Yeah, not much. That's super cool. That's especially get the box. That's amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, I in the past week, I haven't really picked up a whole lot because, yeah, you're right, it is holiday time. I got to find stuff for my wife. But, uh, right. no, that's just, that's probably pretty much it that I've picked up recently. So, I ordered WWE, and then I saw IGN gave it a 3.8, and it looks like a garbage truck on fire. So, that's unfortunate. Maybe updates which will probably just take up more space on the SD card. So maybe 64 gigs later, that game will actually run. Um, more than likely, the Switch will need an expansion pack to make that game run. That's the that's what I'm going to go with on that one. So we'll see how they figured that out. Um, I ordered it from Amazon, but they don't know when they're going to even have it in stock. So... <laughs> Kirby really, it's out of stock. Yeah, it's out of stock, which is weird because I just huh. saw it. I just saw it at. Uh, um, I was in GameStop today, just kind of checking to see. That. For some reason, the my local GameStop has a lot of the indie titles on the Switch that most places don't get. So it's kind of cool. I can kind of see what uh, which ones I'm missing, and so um, I found a uh, a pinball game that I didn't even know existed. So I was like, oh, okay, well that's that's good to know. So, um, but I think I. I ordered the end is nigh from uh, from Best Buy tonight. So another uh, is it Nicholas or Nicholas? I'm not sure how they say it exactly, but uh, um, another one of their 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 titles. So I'm, I'm one of these days. I'll actually try some of those games because um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. They, see, they I was just seeing go on some chat saying <laughs> dogging you a little bit on that. Yeah, they're they're always going to uh, they're always going to dog me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm here for. Um, but yeah, and I also pre-ordered the uh, Shovel Knight three-pack Amiibo. Yeah, I just saw that pop up on Amazon. Yeah, so um, so I'm pretty stoked to uh, to get those and leave them in their package. So um, that'll be uh, <laughs> that'll be good. But uh, upcoming releases, Brawlout. This is. Uh, have you seen much of this game? Uh, I did watch a trailer on it. It definitely looks like a must pick up if you're a Smash Brothers fan. Yeah, it really does look like a like a uh, a Smash Bros um ripoff more or less. Like I'm wondering yeah. if uh I'm wondering if it has like the smash attack with the uh with like the right stick and everything, you know? I'm a, I'm I'm a little curious on how this game is going to uh how it's going to play. Um, yeah, definitely. The characters look interesting. The gameplay looks good. It looks hectic. I mean, it really does look like a smash game. So maybe it'll kind of wet that whistle until uh, we get a real, a real smash game. Would, would this be one you pick up? 
Yeah, I think I am. Do you remember seeing a price on that? I can't remember what it was. Um, I'm pulling it up right now to see when the date is that it drops. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I believe it's uh, 1999. Um, yeah, 1999 Brawl Out comes out on the 19th. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of games coming out. It's yeah, crazy. it's not bad price. Um, you got Mutant Mud Collection coming out very soon. Um, for only ten bucks, that's a good deal. I see ukuleles coming out the fourteenth as well. So, yeah, there's uh, there's there's definitely a a lot of games coming out. I'm still wondering where um where Pocket Rumble is. It says 2017, but uh, on Nintendo's site, which they also show Payday as 2017, but I believe that got a release date for uh, February. I believe is where Payday got pushed to. So, um, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm wondering when that some of those games they announced at the nin- for the what they call it the Nindies. Yeah, I the know Nindies. hate really hated that. <laughs> yeah, Nindies or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, I think I remembered or wondering like when some of these games are really going to come out. I think they announced too many games with that and saying, oh, these are all be out by the end of the year. And they're like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, they announced a lot and then they they released like three times as much. And then some of these games have just kind of disappeared. So, <laughs> well, what's that one that's like, um, Oh, what is that? Uh, there's a game I'm really looking forward to coming out now. It's slipping my mind. I think it's made by Chucklefish Games. It's supposed to be like those advanced war games, and I'm really looking forward to that game coming out. And I, isn't I haven't it, heard anything about it. Isn't it something like Kingdom something? Isn't that isn't that in the title? Uh, I think Kirby would know. I, can't I think she's. Life I think she's mentioned it. Barbara Gordon, or uh, sorry, what's uh, yeah? Somebody help us. Yeah, Barbara, help. <laughs> What's the name of that game? <laughs> so, um, that, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. She'll, she'll, she's got to catch up with the, the, the lag on, uh, on Twitch here. So, um, but yeah, there's a couple of advanced wars style games coming out. I believe, I think there's at least two. Um, okay. I found the title of the game. It's a uh, war groove. Wargroove. There it is. She put it in the chat right as you said it. Did she get it? Okay. Cool. <laughs> next, next year, buddy. All caps. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know she's serious. When it's all caps, you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Hey, she's so, on it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into the news and our talking points here. The Game Awards, which I did just a quick recap show um, last week, but. I do want to talk a little bit extent, uh, at extent like about Bayonetta 1, 2, and 3. I mean, are you pretty hyped? Have you played any of these games? Um, I messed with Bayonetta, the original Bayonetta a little bit. Unfortunately, I missed 2. It seemed like it had a... Uh, for a while there, when I was interested in picking it up, it had like a small print run or something. It seemed like I couldn't find it anywhere. The the 1 and 2 pack is what I mean. Yeah, that one's the hard one to to come by. It's it's fairly expensive now. You can find just Bayonetta two, um, on like Amazon or whatever for like I don't know if it's still sixty bucks or whatever. But uh, um, but yeah, the one and two pack is not uh, it's not easy to get. I, I got I was pretty fortunate. I snagged that one right away. So, but you said you did play one. 
Yeah, I, I played one, I believe, on the PlayStation. I think it was PS3, I believe, it came out for. I, I think so. I think so, and 360, I believe, because I have it on yeah. the, my Xbox One now. It was like a free game or whatever. Okay, so then, yeah, so. I, that's what I played on that. And then, so I'm really excited about playing them on Switch. I'm just going to buy the double pack. Alka-Seltzer's asking about your picture in chat. <laughs> Is that a, a Pokeball or two dudes standing next to a weird wall? It's actually, it's- uh, well, it's so small, but it's, I actually, I went to GameStop Expo uh, in August. It was in Vegas, and uh, it's actually a picture of me and Kurt Angle. I met him at the, oh, that's at the cool. Expo. Very cool. That's but yeah, cool. actually now looking at it, it does look like a Pokeball for it, how small. It does. <laughs> That's rad. So, um, so yeah, Bayonetta one and two from everything I know so far is that, um, we are getting two on a cart and one is going to be a download code, which that makes me sad. Sounds like Um, revelations all over again. Right, right. There is a special edition, um, in the UK that has the cart for one and two. So there's still a chance that we might get the cart over here. Destinot screaming trash. So he <laughs> is not a fan of the, the download code, nor am I like, I'm not, I'd, I'd rather have the cart. Honestly, I'd, I'd rather either see a cart that has like a, has both games on it or, um, or just see two carts, you know? So, um, but you know, whatever. And then, and then we got the, uh, we got Bayonetta three coming out as well exclusively on the switch at least first and this is this is pretty exciting news i mean we didn't really know what 2018 had in store for us until the game awards and now we already have a pretty good idea and even after the awards we found out some more games which we're going to talk about here shortly it's uh it's already shaping up to be a a good year on the switch and we have very little info on first party stuff. So are, do you think you'll pick up one and two before you pick up three just to, to keep, you know, have all three of them on your switch? Yeah, definitely. Um, did they kind of give a time frame for three or did you say, just said Bayonetta three coming soon or something? I think it did say 2018. So I'm guessing holiday, but, um, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully Barbara can uh, uh, give us the. I'm sure she'll the, be on it here soon. Yeah. <laughs> so. I will say that Bayonetta three thing was kind of a bombshell on on that Game Awards show. I I was kind of shocked that something like that got announced. Yeah, it was really a shock, you know, especially from. Um, from Reggie himself, you know, usually you'd think it would be like some kind of uh, first party Nintendo title that he would mention, but no, it was like, Hey, here's one and two. And, and here's, here's three also. So, um, yeah. And definitely Nintendo, it seems like they're starting to get with the times like this past year has probably been the best year they've had in a while. Oh, it's been, it's been, it's been crazy, dude. Um, one with the game awards. I just want to mention, uh, marketing completely on point for Nintendo. Like we saw a lot of, of uh, rocket league of what we saw rocket league for the switch, but we also saw just a lot of switch videos as well. So um, that was, or, you know, a lot of switch commercials, which I thought was, I thought it was good. I mean, Nintendo wanted to be on the forefront and because of that, we've seen 10 million switches sold 
um, already, already, right? That's huge. Like nine months, 10 million switches. Now the PS4 did 10 million in four months. So, I mean that, you know, but Sony is taking notice. They've said they, they realize at this point that, uh, the switch is a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, um, it's, I think it's only going to keep getting better from here. And we have a, we have a listener question that we're going to get to later from Destinot that's going to talk about some of this stuff. But I got to thinking, it's like, why, why is the switch doing so well? What is so appealing about this system that it's bringing people back to Nintendo? And I honestly think because of the time we live in now where um, we are constantly on our phones, right? We are constantly looking at a screen. Um, anytime we never are bored any longer. If we're standing in line for something, we're looking at our phone. If we're waiting for our oil to get changed, we're looking at our phone. If we're eating breakfast, we're looking at our phone. The switch allows for that very thing. And it doesn't look like the toy that the 3DS is, right? Or the the DS <laughs> series. It looks just like another piece of tech that you could pull out like your phone. And I think that has a huge part of it that it's like, it's, it, it, you know, that game that you were playing on your TV, you just pick it up and go. And it's like, I can't believe that I'm playing Doom or Skyrim on the go right now. Like this is, this is, it's kind of unreal to me. Right. And I know we've been saying this for, I mean, since March, since the switch came out, but the fact that we're seeing games of, of this caliber that we can just take on the go wherever we want. Like, I love the fact that like I was playing Xenoblade on my couch and then it was like, here, you know what? Let's go. I need to, we got to, we had to head down. My wife's like, I'll drive, bring your switch. So I just kept grinding on Xenoblade, you know, we had like a 40 minute drive or whatever. And that's, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, it used to be, I'd maybe play my 3ds or whatever. And that was fine. But like, we're playing like full on games that we play on our TV on the go. And that ability to, you know, like it's taking the place of the phone in some cases, right? Where like everybody would always say, Oh, nothing's ever going to compete with the phones. Like the switch is doing it as at least in my life. It is like, I'll, I'll put my, put my phone down and and jump on the switch. If I have some, you know, a few minutes here and there, I want to, before I fall asleep at night, if I want to get a, you know, kill a few more monsters in Xenoblade or whatever, that's what I'll do. And, uh, it's just it's very very impressive and and sony is like hey we we recognize this thing is is uh much better than the vita (laughs) (laughs) and i think the vita was a cool system i never had one but everything i hear people talk about it it sounds like a great system but it didn't you know it didn't have that uh it didn't have that uh that Nintendo touch, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. If it's just the fact that it can be, it's a hybrid system that can go on the TV and, um, and handhold handheld. The other thing is though, like my brother-in-law, he's got, he's got younger boys. I went and took his son out and got him a, uh, um, a DS, his first console. He's six. And, um, even his dad is like, Hey, I, kind of want to get a switch, you know, like what, what game should I get? Like, I really want to play Zelda. It looks amazing, you know? So it's, it's not just the cool tech that, um, 
that we're seeing with the switch, but it's people seeing the games too and going, that looks amazing. I mean, you know, anybody that sees Zelda is probably going to want to play that. I mean, it just, it seeing that giant world and being able to go anywhere. There's, there's, that's, that's a definite selling point right there. So uh, what do you think about Sony's response to, uh, to about the switch? Um, I mean, the thing is, is that, they know the Vita failed and they it's, it's their fault why it failed because I'll tell you the, I had the Vita probably within the first year that it came out and there were so many good games for it. But then after a while, it just seemed like the good games stopped coming and you were relying on a lot of indie titles and then games just kept spreading out where it would be a long, it kind of seemed like the Wii U it would be a long time for you saw a game come out for it. So, I would think like, you know, they're seeing like, well, they're seeing Nintendo and they're like, well, wait a minute, you know, maybe we went about this all wrong. Like, you know, Nintendo's got something here where you can kind of do a two for one, you know, like hook it up at home or you can you know take it on the go. Remember, Vita was trying to do that. Remember, they said start it on your PS4 and then continue it on the Vita or whatever. Right, right. They, right. Remember, they got sued for that or whatever because it didn't work how it was supposed to. <laughs> I didn't remember hearing that, but it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I think they end up having to give anybody who bought a Vita within the first year because of how the certain games were supposed to, you were supposed to pick up and go with it. It didn't work like it was supposed to. So I think they settled a lawsuit where they gave everybody like a a one month free PlayStation plus and some BS credit or something, you know, nothing where we get anything, but the lawyers get a ton of money. Right, right, right. Do like the old Nintendo and just, uh, uh, sorry, we'll give everybody a $5 off coupon to go buy their next game. (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty much what it was. And you know, I'm kind of wondering what Sony's going to do here because they remember how they kind of followed the Wii with their own, playstation move right for sure so you think there might be some copy where they may try to dabble in this two, the system or maybe not necessarily the same thing but something that you can buy that maybe you'll go with the ps4 that you can take on the go something more powerful like a vita 2 but called something different i don't know i don't know that sony's gonna worry about it um as far as trying to compete directly with the switch mainly because of the failure of the Vita. The Vita seemed like a more than powerful enough system to be able to, um, uh, you know, to be a, I mean, even like prime Griffin saying, I love my Vita, you know, like it sounds like it was a great system, but they just didn't support it. So the memory cards was a killer. Those oh were yeah. Way the, too expensive. Yeah. That's, that's always kind of been the case with Sony stuff. It's kind of a bummer. They do that. Um, but I mean, you know, right now we're seeing both Sony and Microsoft just kind of, uh, kind of sitting back on their laurels going, eh, we'll, we'll get to exclusive games eventually. Or, you know, there's not a lot this holiday season that, uh, um, that either of those companies are doing to try to ever. I mean, they're, they're, they're almost in that position where it's like, everybody has our system already. So, you know, now what, but I mean, you've got Nintendo with like so many games, people can't even keep up. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a really good thing. And that's what's, that's what they're definitely taking, taking notice to is like, how many times do I hear somebody say, Oh, I'm going to wait till that comes to my switch. 
uh, I've actually started saying that, finding myself saying that now. <laughs> right? Because the convenience, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice some of the graphics to be able to take it on the go. Yep. And in your case, yeah, you said you've not even had it in the dock yet at all. So, I mean, you know, that's, it's a, you're going to get more playtime based on your style of when, and when you can play by having it on your switch than if you bought it on one of your, on the main consoles. Yeah. And it's. Uh Oh, the, uh, there you go. You there. Yeah. Discord cut out for a second. Um, like when I was, my wife actually had a doctor's appointment last week. I actually took my switch with me and I was playing Mario Odyssey and you just can't believe how good that thing looks when you're sitting in your car. This is way above Vita or 3DS. And it's like, I just can't believe I'm playing this on the go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing system. And, uh, even though it's, it's underpowered, it's like, uh, it's like the David and Goliath thing. I mean, not that, not that like Nintendo is the, the smaller company, but it's the smaller system. That's, that's proving that gameplay may be more important than, than power. So, um, Street Fighter 3, 30th anniversary. This has been a, a hot topic in our Discord, talking about, like, they already released Street Fighter. It's been a hot topic online. Some people are, like, are not very happy that they spent 40 bucks on um, the version of Street Fighter that's already out there. Like, look, I understand, I understand Capcom just kind of dipping their toe in the water. Nobody, could kn- nobody knew what the Switch was going to do. Right. Nobody, nobody knew if it wasn't going to be the Nintendo hardcore that buy this system and then no one else does. And, you know, uh, they are one of the many companies that's scrambling now to get, to get software on this machine. So is street fighter 30th anniversary, 12 street fighter games. Is this a pickup for you? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick up the street fighter two Cause I was kind of like, well, maybe I'll wait for a price drop on that. But you know, it's kind of been sitting around 30, 40 bucks. I was hoping to get it at the $20 price mark, especially with the gamers club unlocked, you get the extra 20% off. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think this collection now is going to be a definite pickup. Now, my question to you is, is it all going to be on one cart? Or are they going to give us some codes? <laughs> uh, how do you think this is going to play out? Why do you ask these questions? <laughs> um, If it's all on one card at this point, I'm going to be surprised. You know, I'm going to be surprised if. Yeah, I, I just don't see it being the case, especially the, it seems like, it seems like what we end up getting is, and maybe this will be the case. Maybe they'll fit all the games on the cart, but the online stuff will be something you have to download separate so that you can take it online. You know, I don't know. These ROMs may be small enough that it's not that big of an issue because I don't think we're getting into like Street Fighter Four and uh, and those games that would definitely take up more space. Um, but I could be wrong. I haven't looked at the at the whole list to see what. Uh, I mean, isn't there like twelve Street Fighter Twos? So I mean, that could pretty much fill up the yeah. whole <laughs> the whole. Isn't cart, there twelve right? of every Street Fighter though? <laughs> right, except for the first one, which like no one's ever played, and I was really excited to see that one made it onto the uh, um, 
onto this list. Uh, not that it's well, that it's great. Well, it's not even called Street Fighter. Isn't it called something different? Fighter Street or something? Yeah, I don't even remember. I, I'd have to look <laughs> it up again. But uh, um, says the, the game box will only have a ticket for a code and a book of stickers inside. And that's it. <laughs> so that may be the case. Um, but I, what I'm really excited about with this package is that we're getting the arcade ROMs. We're not getting the... Uh, the console ports um, that may not be true for all of the games. I, I, I don't know that for a fact, but I, I, from listening to the, uh, um, from the announcement that we are getting the arcade ROMs. And I love that because I feel like the arcade ROMs, there's just something about them that they were always better than the consoles. You know, don't get me wrong. Street fighter two on super Nintendo. Great game, but um, playing it in the arcade, just nothing really quite like it, you know, and, and this may be what I finally end up pulling, uh, pulling the trigger to get myself a fight stick. Um, they have a really cool looking one. I can't remember who makes it, but it looks like an NES kind of with like red buttons and black and gray and stuff. So, um, that may be what, uh, gets me to pull the trigger on that. So we'll see. We'll see. Now, do you think the, uh, the, like for the, the Nam, you remember the Namco one that came out, the Namco collection? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I remember because I that bought up? it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he sounded disappointed. <laughs> it was a lot of money for not a lot of content. Well, see, and I, but on that one, since they're the same thing where they had arcade ports instead of like... See, I really wanted it because they have the arcade port of the Splatterfest on it. Mm. and uh, Or Splatterhouse, I'm sorry, not Splatterfest. Right, right. But uh, that's that's huge because really that's kind of a pricey game. Like if the original splatter house for like, what is it? Turbo graphics. So I never really got to play that legally, you know? So I was like, Oh, they have the arcade port, but yeah, definitely the price drew me away from that. But I was just curious how good the arcade port was on, on this, on that compilation. I I have to play it again. I can let you know. I did. I remember playing it like the first day I, I, I got it, but I don't. Uh, and Josh was, picks up everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've, I played it for approximately uh, five minutes, maybe. No, when we got that oh, thing, no, we were, we were on vacation. That. And uh, um, I remember we put the switch in tabletop mode. We were sitting around the pool and my wife and I were taking turns with Pac-Man and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we, we did have a little bit of fun with it. It was just surprising that the, the, for the price and what you actually got, I was like, man, this could have been $20 less, I think. So, yeah, I think it was definitely overpriced and they didn't even come out with the physical version, right? No, nope. Yeah, nope. But I just got excited to see Pac-Man and some of those classic games. And, you know, so I, I pulled the trigger like a, like a dummy uh square enix is uh what this is crazy is uh it wants to put games on the switch that haven't been on nintendo before um on nintendo systems before from from my understanding i didn't get a chance to like really dive into this um but from the little bit that uh that i heard this could end up meaning like final fantasies that you know were originally supposed to be nintendo games um, that went to the PlayStation, maybe coming over to the switch, seeing some like, um, uh, HD, uh, remakes, not just ports. Um, Kirby geeks is better be final fantasy tactics. So, um, 
I want to hear from you guys in chat too. What do you guys think of this? And uh, and what do you think, Ice? I mean, is this? Uh, are you a fan of those of those games? Mm, I kind of fell off honestly after seven. Okay. Um, I played. You know, I I did kind of mess with tactics a little bit. That that's a pretty good game. Um, but yeah, I think. I think they should do some type of like I, I keep hearing rumors and it might even been confirmed by somebody, but aren't they planning on doing a um, Final Fantasy compilation where they're putting a bunch of them together? Now, I don't know how that would work on Switch, but I thought that I heard they said they were going to try to get at least the first nine Final Fantasies in a collection. I haven't heard anything, and as far as how it would go on the Switch, it would just be a bunch of pieces of paper with codes on them inside a case. Yeah, so definitely. That's uh, <laughs> so. Oh my gosh, Captain Logan bringing the dad jokes. Final Fantasy games aren't really final, so I won't play something that never ends. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair Kingdom enough, Hearts. So. I see somebody put in there. I think that might be a good one. Yeah, and what if uh, like what if we got like a Kingdom Hearts, and they even incorporated some of the Mushroom Kingdom and Mario and stuff like that? Wow. That might be uh, that That's might actually be pretty, pretty cool. Idea. You'd end up seeing like Mickey and Mario, who you know, I mean, Mario has a bunch of uh, he's somewhat inspired by Mickey, you know. So that yeah. would be pretty cool to see those two together in a game. But uh, all right, well, moving right along. The Zelda DLC. I've only played the last part of it. Have you played any of it? No. Right, because you haven't even you, you, you haven't even I haven't touched Zelda Breath yet. Of the Wild yet. Yeah. Okay. So, so at first, I was a little frustrated with it because I felt like, um, like the things they were having you do was just to like it would just make the DLC seem longer. And then once I finally got the hang of it, it wasn't quite as bad. Um, but at first I was really struggling finding these locations cause you couldn't set a, a beacon to, to go to them. And so, and I had been so long since I'd been into the world that I'm like, this is going to take me forever. Cause there's like 16 locations that you have to find without being able to, well, I, there's 12 that you have to find without being able to use, uh, um, a little a beacon basically. So, um, once I started getting the hang of it, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad. Um, but once you get to the second, part of the DLC where you, um, and I'm not even going to spoil anything, but the second part of it is really, really good. And the, the final boss was, um, probably the, the, I think in my opinion, the best boss in the game, I liked it better than any of the other bosses. So, um, Maybe some people disagree with me and that's fine, you know, um, but I, I really liked it and was really impressed with, with the last part of it. So the second part of the DLC, I'm given like a 7.5, maybe even pushing an eight, the more I think about it. And then, uh, the, the, the motorcycle that you get when you finish it off, which they showed in the, at the game awards. So fun. So fun to just drive around, uh, the kingdom, um, or, you know, just that whole world, uh, on a motorcycle and you can go so fast. You can get to locations so quickly. So, um, I would say for the money, it is worth it. Um, it doesn't feel super fresh. Like I was kind of hoping for maybe more of a new location, even if it was somewhere on the map, but like, 
Maybe you went underground to an area that we hadn't been to yet. Something like that. If you're wanting something like that's a new, fresh experience, it's not really that. If you really just love what Breath of the Wild was and doing shrines and that kind of stuff, then you're going to love this DLC. So um, it's uh, it's pretty good. So I want to get to this listener question from Destinot. It says, Nintendo has come out of the gate swinging this chin. I've seen articles online saying that Sony has really taken notice, is concerned about Nintendo's relevance. Sony and Microsoft are trying to cram more current tech in their mid-gen systems to keep up with PC tech, while Nintendo is content with lower-spec tech. Do you think Nintendo's low-tech approach could have an opposite effect on what consoles are currently doing. Will the next PlayStation or Xbox think twice about another system upgrade? Thoughts, questions, or concerns? Ice, what do you think? Mm, that's that's a tough one, man. Uh, I would honestly think that Sony is... Uh, they them, them and Microsoft, they got to be worried about Nintendo because I mean honestly I think Nintendo will eventually pass Microsoft. I think they're going to be in second the way they're they're going out. Um now you were saying he was asking like about the technical you kind of cut out a little bit on my yeah, yeah. So Sony and Microsoft are trying to cram more con- more current tech in their mid-gen systems to keep up with PC tech, while Nintendo is content with a lower spec tech. Um, do you think Nintendo's low tech approach could have an opposite effect on what consoles are currently doing? Okay. Um, no, not really. I mean, they can, you know how Nintendo is. They kind of do their own thing. They, they're not worried about anybody. They got so much money in the bank. They don't care about anybody. I mean, they're, it's just like they were, they're all, they've been underpowered since what the, maybe the GameCube. Uh, I mean, even, yeah. The, I mean, the, the 64 was a powerful machine with limits because of the carts, right? So, yeah, people didn't want to spend that extra. Apparently, it costs a lot to make games for it. So, I think that's where they lost some of the got some of like Square Enix and stuff or Square, whatever they called themselves back then. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I feel like PlayStation and Xbox are kind of, uh, they're, they're set where they're going to be right. That's, that's, they're doing what they do. And, uh, I, I think that's the market they're in. I think that's the, uh, um, th- they're trying to reach the, uh, just the console gamer, you know, can they ever really keep up with PC tech? Not really. I mean, a high-end PC is going to cost twice as much as an Xbox One X. Um, and I mean, the Xbox One X is, is, is great if you have the monitor for it and everything else, you know? So uh, it's, you know, it's really Nintendo kind of doing their own thing, really wanting to make sure that their system sells at a, at a profit instead of at a loss. And it's about the gameplay, right? It's about having fun games. It's about having a ton of indie games that are fun. It's about now getting triple a titles from third party companies that are fun. And it's also having a, um, a stellar first party lineup that we have not seen the likes of. I don't know ever, you know, the amount of games that they are, are, are putting out, is is unreal and they've already said we're going to see um one to two new ips a year you know plus some sequels and everything else like um 
I just, it's a new Nintendo. It's not, yes, they're going, they're, they're, they're playing to the beat of their own drum, but they're also, it feels like they're like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to give our customers what they want instead of just telling them what they want. And that seems to be really what's working. Um, for them this time. Like there's so many options, so many games to play on the switch right now that we did not have on the Wii U. You know, there's clear marketing on what the switch is. We did not have that on the Wii U and there's people having a lot of fun playing the switch that, I mean, there's a lot of, lot of good word of mouth, you know, I I mean, I've complete, I mean, I'm a Nintendo fan. I, I mean, I always have been, but I still enjoy playing Xbox. I played Cuphead. I liked it. It was fun, but it didn't keep me. Uh, it didn't keep me to the point that I wanted to keep playing. I wanted to get back to the Nintendo games that I had to play, you know, Odyssey and um, um, even playing a little bit of doom and, and just stuff like that games that I have some of these games I have on the 360 already, but it's like to just to see them on the Nintendo system to use amiibo with them and that kind of stuff that uh that's 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 Nintendo kind of just doing their thing and uh you know I know that I'm um getting the lesser experience graphically when I play Skyrim on my Switch versus playing it on my Xbox 1 or playing Doom on my Switch versus the Xbox 1 but I'm still having fun doing it it's not like because the graphics aren't as good it takes away from the fun so um I uh I mean I think PlayStation and Xbox are going to keep doing their thing. I hope that Nintendo rattles their cages enough that they step it up and start putting out more games on a more regular basis and, and, and really like doing like Nintendo is doing and saying, Hey, look, we know that we're not going to be the industry leader, but we're going to start reaching for that goal and putting out games and, and a system that could get them to that point. And, you know, I mean, we see this constantly, especially those of us that have been with like these with the NES since the beginning, right? We've seen Nintendo's ups and downs. We've seen their highs and lows. And um, this is the this is the first time I feel that that it's not just Nintendo saying, no, we're going to do what we want, but they're they're doing what is um, best for their their customers and it's bringing people back you know they're they're making incredible games they're making them run on a a system that's that's underpowered compared to the others but people are on board so and i I think that's i think that's great yeah i think uh nintendo they're they're all about the games i mean that's their games are so much higher quality in my opinion than microsoft for sure it's like microsoft they'll try to put games out you know they got to meet i will say they're doing pretty good if with crackdown if that ever comes out but it seems like nintendo will even nintendo will give you a date and then if they don't like their product they will stop it from coming out on that date and say hey this is getting delayed we want it up to our nintendo seal of quality so i mean they they uh they're they want top quality stuff yeah they absolutely do and i i mean i think i think what we've seen with games like zelda and mario i think those games were probably finished um maybe a year 
before they were released, but they just kept putting more and more into them and uh, it paid off. You know, it really, it really paid off. So now, do you think the switch is Nintendo is going to make a, a revision of it? Like kind of like what they've done with like their handhelds. You think they're going to make like a slimmer switch or something, maybe a little bit more powerful. Honestly, I, w- my, my prediction is that we're going to see an updated tablet. That's probably, I, I feel like the switch is probably two year old tech. That way, when it sells, it sells at a profit. So yeah. I, I imagine two years from now, we'll get um, what would be current current tech now, and then the 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 screen maybe will be 1080p. You know, almost. I, I wonder if we're going to get more of an Apple model where like the iPad is new every year, right? And uh, and Kirby Geek keeps trolling me and saying Joy-Cons Pro Plus. Like, I really hope we can just keep using Joy-Cons. <laughs> like, if they get to the point where they just sell the tablet, like, I think I have, like, four extra sets of Joy-Cons now, you know? So, like, or two extra sets. So, if I can get just the tablet, I can put, I could, I could have uh, switches ready to go, on, you know, um, in handheld mode. And so... I hope we see um, upgrades to the system that way. And then they just do updates to the game so that they can be the higher resolution and that kind of stuff. Um, and then maybe new dock. What's that? Maybe they'll sell a cheaper version without the dock for people that, cause you know how they sell the dock separately. What right. if they're just going to sell the tablet by itself? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I wonder too. I I I you know I don't know what their what their plan is exactly, but I feel like because because that's what the 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 technology is happening with phones and iPads that kind of stuff. Uh, I feel like that technology is going to be easier to come by, and so it's not going to cost as much to um to to reproduce. And they could, you know, keep putting out another system. I mean, they could do three upgrades of the Switch tablet in a six-year lifespan. I mean, that's a typical console lifespan. But, I mean, they could do it for even longer if if we don't need an up, update to the Joy-Cons and that kind of stuff. And who knows? I mean, you know, we've already seen with the new systems, like the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One X, like, really, the Xbox One X should be the new Xbox that the old games are backwards compatible on it almost, you know, but instead we still have it being the Xbox one. So we're seeing stuff that we've never seen in the, in the game industry before of console generations becoming much shorter and that kind of almost going to the wayside. So, and with Nintendo kind of doing their own thing, if they're like, Hey, we've got a, we'll have a switch ready to go in a year from now. That's, that's more powerful. And we can sell it for, um, one ninety nine for just the, just the switch itself, you know, or one fifty. I mean, <clears throat> and still make a profit on that. Who's, who's, who's not going to want to have the better screen, you know, and still have a working tablet that they could, you know, technically have two. I just, I don't know uh, business wise. I don't know what the best decision is for them. You know, I mean, I, they could sell just the, the upgrade model, I guess, for everybody that has all the, uh, all the stuff, but, um, but I don't know for them if like selling those accessories and everything kind of help, um, with, with profit. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, Superstar says I'll drop the price. Um, 
uh, let's see. Uh, it'll probably also still be able to dock just uh, optional and let's see, just optional and pay to access. It'll drop the price by 80 bucks, to be honest. So um, who knows? Who knows? Like, we, we, it's all just speculation at this point, but I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see a little more of an Apple model with the tablet upgrading um, every couple yeah. of years. It seems like that's the world we live in now. Everything's just every year you got something new exactly exactly so well we uh we've gone long but um i before we got into the the podcast we were talking about retro stuff and you mentioned that uh um you know we were kind of talking nintendo power and that kind of stuff there's a magazine that's kind of a nintendo power successor uh what what is the name of that and 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 where can people find it it's actually called nintendo force um i have one over here let me grab it uh it's actually pretty good quality um the neat thing about it is like it seems it comes out every other month it's not every month and it's only five bucks shipped so i pay i give them five bucks every other month for uh patreon okay and i you know i I heard about it somewhere i'm sure you've heard of nintendo life oh yeah i believe they they were talking about it or whatever but uh yeah they uh like I said, they do it every other month and it actually comes with a double sided poster too. And this is only $5. It's $5 for ship. They don't charge shipping or anything. Hmm. And it's like the newest one that I just got. Uh, it's the November, December issue. It's got super Mario Odyssey on the cover and the poster has super Mario Odyssey on one side and Xenoblade Chronicles two on the other. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm, def- I'm definitely going to go check it out. Cause that sounds like something I would, uh, I would definitely, um be into so. yeah i think honestly i think you like it dude because they got um you know this it's, it reminds me a lot of nintendo power because they do all the reviews and they got you know all types of stuff in here it's pretty neat that's really cool that's really cool well hey man i know you don't like do much as far as like youtube or that kind of stuff but do you have like a twitter or anything that uh that people could follow you if they want to yeah it's it's just ice 30 is my twitter Cool. Cool. And uh, I mean, he's a, uh, he's a regular in the, in the streams and hangs out in our discord as well. So, um, do recommend you guys check that out. There's a link right there in the show notes that you can see to the discord. Um, you're welcome to come hang out. You're going to find me on Twitter, Twitch, Patreon, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. And I, 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 <laughs> I posted on Snapchat for like the first time in a long time. I updated my story or whatever. I don't even know how to say it. Cause like, I'm not one of the cool kids, but I was at American Eagle with two of my kids that one's 12 and one's 15. And I'm like, Hey, help me, uh, help me post on Insta or on uh, Snapchat to my story. So I took a selfie, which I don't like doing. Um, and then I, I put in the text that, uh, shopping is not lit fam. Right. So my son's like, Oh my gosh, what, what, what are you doing? And then I put the swear emoji next to my <laughs> face. Right. And then I, and then I, I, I don't know even know what they say. I, I posted that or I snapped that or whatever. So, um, I'm telling the lady that's, that's ringing up their clothes. What, what I did, I thought my kids were going to die. Like it was the most epic dad moment ever. And so when I told her, I said it was lit fam. She was like, Oh my gosh, you're using their words. Like (laughs) I was having such a good time. We're leaving the store. My son's like, never do that again. (laughs) 
yeah they probably uh were not happy about that oh no but it was uh, it was great so um so i am on snapchat i periodically post there you guys could check that out there everything's n64 josh so youtube everything um if you're enjoying the shows, guys, leave us a rating on iTunes. I'd really, really appreciate that. Um, the more ratings we have, the better chance we have of rating in the top 200, which gets more eyes and ears on the show. So um, if you can just take a second, even if you if you just hit the five star, if you're enjoying it, you know, if you can write a review, that's cool, too. But um, even just the, just hitting the five star, I really appreciate that. Um, remember, audibletrial.com slash NPC. Get yourself a free audiobook. Um Super Mario is great. The Ultimate History of Video Games is also really good. Ready Player One is also really good. And the trailer for that just dropped, so make sure to check that out. AudibleTrial.com slash NPC. Um, if you're interested in getting into Bitcoin, um, if you uh, invest 100 bucks, you get 10 bucks. I get 10 bucks, which is kind of cool. You can go to LootCave.com slash Bitcoin. There'll also be a link in the show notes for that. Um, OPC is the chair I'm sitting in right now. It's comfortable. It's affordable. You can save $10 by using coupon code N64Josh. That's opc.com. And uh, I did mention it earlier. I do have a Patreon now if you want to get yourself extra podcasts, some extra videos, some blog posts. Um, it's just patreon.com slash N64Josh. Thank you again for listening. Guys, if you're here live, thank you so much for hanging out. Ice, thanks for uh, hanging out and talking Nintendo with me. I appreciate it, man. Oh, no, it was fun staying up late i appreciate it dude so uh thank you so much and uh we'll see you guys next week